You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Have you ever been able to teach your fine feline a trick? You know, to sit on cue, maybe shake paws, or even jump in your lap. <laughs> Not easy, is it? Our special guest today has the talent to travel all across the country with a pack of cats who perform in front of packed houses and they're purring all the time. They strut across tight ropes, they push carts, they skateboard, they leap through hoops, and they scale poles better than any firefighter. And some of them can even jam as rock stars. Now, why? There's even one feline performer who made a leap of faith and now landed in the Guinness World Record books. Talk about me, wow. Here to prove that no one should ever, ever underestimate the talents of cats is our miraculous guest, professional animal trainer, feline specialist, and the genius behind the famous Acro Cats, Samantha Martin. Hey, welcome to the show, Samantha. Hi, glad to be here. All right. Now, you're not in some cushy little hotel right now eating bonbons and chewing kitties away and getting them dishes of organic catnip. Where the heck are you right now? We are in a, in a beat-up old 1963 GM bus. <laughs> the cats are having catnip, though. Okay. But I'm certainly not relaxing and eating bonbons. <laughs> and where are you in America right now? Where is this 1963 bus lugging around? We're between, um, it's just outside of Memphis, headed towards New Orleans. All and right. It have taken a day and a half. It's taken us more like three and a half days. All right. Well, we're going to try to help remedy that situation and talk more about the ways that you listeners can help the acro cats. But we got to take a commercial break. So you guys know the drill. I want you to sit, groom, purr. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com 
Obehave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Training animals to perform can be tricky, but it's even trickier when these animals are the feline persuasion. You know, cats are not the people pleasers like our DOGs. Getting them to perform in front of a packed house or on a national television show, to me, sounds nerve-rattling. But our special guest today adapts with every curveball her feline performers swat her way, and she does it with a smile on her face. I am very delighted and honored to welcome to our show the creator of the Acro Cats, Samantha Martin. All right, Samantha, time to let the cat tricks out of the bag, okay? So, you know, Acro Cats, we got to go back a little bit. We don't need to go back to your diaper days, but you're from Chicago, is that right? Yeah. Okay, me too. Well, I'm a Chicago stepchild, Crown Point, Indiana. We are the Chicago wannabes. Is that all right? Yeah. Go Cubs, you blew it again. Go Cubs, go the Bears. White Sox win once in a while. I know that our Blackhawks are awesome, but anyway... So you come from the Midwest, come from good stock. How in the heck did you get into the animal training business? Well, I, I wanted to be an animal trainer since I was 10 years old. So I was one of those lucky people that always knew what she wanted to do with her life. started training the family dog when I was 10. And then I started uh, working with rats when I was 16. And, and then about 25 years or so, I started a show with a group of forming rats. <laughs> I had the amazing acro rats. Acro rats, okay. <laughs> acro rats, and that's kind of how the acro cats seem to be, because I had acro rats all those years ago. Yeah, it's kind of hard to see the performers when they're littler than your thumb, right? Yes, that was one of the problems with the acro rats, you can only perform in, the, in front of very small crowds. It was uh, a myopic really no, marble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a great show. People loved it, but there's no rats to Ricky story there. Really no. can't make a living on just rats, <laughs> I discovered. <laughs> and they don't live uh, all that long either, too. So, you know, they're a star one day. Yeah, and That is the problem. You train these rats up to play basketball and rescue dolls out of, ambul- or out of fire, burning buildings, and put them into little ambulances. And then, <laughs> you know, two years later, they pass on. You have to train a whole new group of rats. So that was well. definitely one of the challenges. But because of your animal background, now you also, you did go to school and get a degree and you've worked at, you know, so before you became a, a performer on stage, give us a little bit about your education training. Well, I started out in psychology. I really wasn't all that fond of people. So I, I uh, ended up getting an associate degree in animal husbandry at a place called Kirkwood Community College, uh, which is a two-year program. And three-year program, I did, I did internships at about every kind of animal out there. I kind of figured out what I didn't want to do with my life there. And I did an internship at, at Brookfield Zoo and then, you know, was working for a pet shop. And around that time, I started, that's when I decided to open up my own company called The Rat Company. I trained <laughs> acro rats for all occasions. I'm going to look Google you. I'm going to find the acro rats after the show. Trust me, you've got me as curious as a cat. And speaking of yeah. cats, I, you know, I have a fine feline, Casey, an orange tabby, who looks like you're, you have an orange tabby, but she's a female in the show, isn't she? Yeah, she's orange and white. Yeah, that's kind of unusual. Casey knows how to sit and give shake and do it with a ton of kids coming through. Every time we go to the SPCA of Texas, I give a pet behavior talk, and he'll sit on a table and give a high pod every one of the kids as they come up to him. That's about my talent. 
Your talent, though, well, that's the secret talent, though. That's great talent. He's a good boy. He teaches pet first aid. I'm a pet first aid and I have my own company and he and my dog Chipper are the only pet safety pets on the planet that team up. There are some dogs that are in some classes, but I have the only pet first aid cat. So he lets strangers brush his teeth, check his pulse, check his capillary refill, wrap him in a towel and other restraints and he purrs the whole time. I don't know how he would be as an acro cat, but he is a ham and I think that's one of the qualities (laughs) you're looking for, right? Yes, social outgoing cats that don't mind chaos. Oh, good. Good point. And and by the way, I'm not trying to get rid of my cat. I love Casey comes from the San Diego Humane Society. He's the longest cat I've ever met. He's a long, lean orange tabby. I'll send you a picture later because I just know you're just dying to know about my darn cat. But let's yeah. get back to your cats. And you're in a bus right now with how many cats? Uh, let's see. We have 14 cats and two foster kittens. And, we also and he, do foster and rescue as well as the show. So yeah, that's, the, uh, that's what I like about the Acro Cats. You're giving back. So everybody, I do want you, and we do, I'm going to say this more than once, I want you all to dash over to circuscats.com because Samantha Martin and the Acro Cats not only do amazing tricks on stage, they are saving lives of cats. So tell us a little bit about that philanthropy aspect of your show. We've actually fostered and found homes for 165 cats and kittens since wow. 2009. And Very I was five, I did foster and rescue for long before that, but I started keeping track in 2009. And after we started partnering with rescues around the country, when we started putting on our show, we would invite various rescues to come, come on board with us and do an adoption event in conjunction with the show. Sometimes we donate a portion of the proceeds to, to a rescue depending on if we can afford it, if uh, the venue is cost-effective, then we try to get back to local shelters. Uh, and it, it's all about making cats' lives better all across the country and bringing people closer to their cats. You know, one of the problems with cats is uh, if cats develop behavioral problems, more cats end up in, in shelters than dogs because their owners just don't have the same kind of bond with their cats and they do their dog. And, and that can be changed through a little bit of training. If, if cats have behavioral problems, Cats get into trouble because they're bored. They need a job. They need something to do. They need mental stimulus. They need physical activity. And people just don't think to train their cats because they don't think it's fun to train a cat. But cats actually really thrive on it. It gives them, you know, that mental stimulus that they need. It gives them physical activity. It gives them that extra exercise and way to burn off that energy. So rather than destroying their house and getting into trouble, they can channel that into something that you want them to do. No, and you do that well with clicker training. And yes, you can clicker train a cat, correct, Samantha? Yes, yes, we use clicker training. And basically, uh, it's a lot, I spend a lot of time just kind of blocking the cat. You know, they're all my pets. They all live with me for four seven. And I spend a lot of time hanging out with them and just watching what they do. And if I see some uh, behavior that I think is kind of cool, I'll click and reward that. And that's how a lot of the tricks come up, based on what I see them doing around the house and what their skill set is. If there's a cat that likes to climb and leap, we're going to work on climbing and leaping tricks. If I see a cat that's really skilled with his paw, I might work with something on his paw. If I see a cat, you know, fetching a ball, I might work on a retrieve. So it's, uh, it's really a lot of fun for the cat and for the human. It's kind of like a game that you play with your cat. We call it the quicker game. And the cat tries to figure out what you want him to do in order to get the treat. And you've got very food-motivated cats, don't you? Oh, yeah, they are food motivated. We have the dinner hour. We don't, that's one of the important things also with cats is that you don't pre-feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should always have, you know, mealtime with the cat. 
and, and all of our cats are trained to a recall. So when we go whistle, the cats are trained to go into a carrier or just come from whatever room they're in to whatever room you're in. And, you know, you can't really do that if you always have a bowl of food out with your cat. And uh, you can have lots of appetite and change in behavior is one of the first signals to a medical problem. And if you're feeding or pre-feeding a cat, you're not going to know that your cat is sick until it's too late. But if you have your cat on a feeding schedule and you train your cat just 10 minutes a day, you can tell that something's up because their behavior will be off. So I can just, I'm visualizing this, Samantha. Tweet, tweet. And here it goes up more than a dozen cats flying into their designated carriers waiting for chow time. Am I correct? Well, yeah, we actually, I have a really great slow motion video that oh. I took when I was staying at a, we were, we were staying at a venue because a lot of times the venues say, oh, just bring the cats and make them stay. And it was <laughs> also a time when we, we could generally let down out on our bus. So it was, it was a little warm. So we needed a place so that the venue said, just bring all the cats in here. So they were roaming all over the theater. And at dinner time, I set them in the bathroom. And so I blew the whistle. And cats from all over the theater just came racing in the bathroom seat. <laughs> and I did it in slow motion, and it's an, it's an amazing little video. I got to uh, see this. I got to see this one. I, 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 yeah, I will, I'll send it to you. It's really, it's really neat because it's a signal for, for, for mealtime. It's a whistle, and everybody comes running. And it's really a great tool for people to use to call their cats, especially if you have a big house or if you have indoor-outdoor cats. But I'm really not a fan of having outdoor cats. Some yeah. people do. You know, they, they can't hear you shaking a can. The whistle play is kind of replaces the sound, the sound of a can opening or a shake of a bag of food. So it's a really great tool for people to use to call their cats, especially if they've got a big house or they have indoor-outdoor cats. I'm not a fan of outdoor cats, but some people have outdoor cats, and it's a great way to call them if you, you know, if they're outside somewhere. They're not going to hear the food shaking, but they can hear a whistle and come running. I can't wait to see that video. My cat, Casey, is very food motivated, and he lives with five dogs, and they all line up and have to all sit, including the cat, for a treat. And he just takes center stage. He just meanders through even my 60-pound husky golden retriever mix chipper and sits in front of all the dogs, and the dogs are like, yes, sir. There's something about cats. They got the catitude, don't they, especially with dogs. Oh, yeah. So tell us about your driving to New Orleans, and you've got a show that's uh, going on throughout the uh, month of December, and then you've got your schedule on uh, CircusCats.com for where you're going to be in 2016. You need a new bus. Let's talk about the Kickstarter program that you have underway and how our listeners can help. We definitely need a new bus. We see the inside of repair shops these days more than we do our venues. Every time we get to a new place, Something else is wrong with the bus needs to be fixed. We just had to have the front end replaced, the suspension underneath the bus replaced, and we had people, specialty people, come in from Indiana to fix this. And then we started on our trek, and as soon as we got an hour out of town and it started to get a little dark, the headlight it wouldn't come on. Oh, no. <laughs> so we had no headlight. For, uh, so so that's why we, we can only drive during daylight hours right now. So we oh, my out. gosh what's wrong with the wiring. And then if we drive for any length of time and we stop the bus, then the bus dies. And just, uh, you know, we have to, when we restart it, we have to shift it into reverse and then into drive. But it's been sticking and not shifting into reverse. So we were stuck a good hour last night trying to get the bus moving again so that we could get to a rest area and stay for the night, one yeah. thing after another. Well, so far you have a goal of $150,000 and it's it's being kicked on 
through uh, most of the month of December. How do people find out how they can help out the Acrocats in this Kickstarter program and get a kitty tour bus? So, well, if they go to the website, CircusCats.com, there is a link to our Kickstarter. We are not quite at 30% of our goal, so we have a long way to go. And I think we have about 21 days left in order to get all the funding pledged because Kickstarter is all or nothing. So if we don't make our goal, we don't get any of the money that's pledged. So... We're, we're, we need a Christmas miracle. All right. Well, we're going to do our best to get the word out. And I'll also post on my social media because this the show will take a few days to air. But we'll do our part here at Pet Life Radio for you guys. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. We need All a new right. bus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're talking to Samantha Martin. She is the creator and founder of the Acro Cats. And there's a band called the Rock Cats. No, 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 no. We're going to find out more because we have to pay for this show. So sit per groom. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, this is Ali Sweeney from Days of Our Lives and The Biggest Loser. And you're listening to Arden Moore on The Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Samantha Martin is in the house. And she is not howling. She's yowling. She's meowing. She is doing amazing work with felines. She taps their talents. Even more so, she has helped find homes for, would you say, 160 what? 165 cats and kittens since 2009. Nice, nice. All the time she's traveling all over the country in a broken down tour bus. As we mentioned, you can help her out immensely and uh, join the Kickstarter. Any little bit will help. They got 21 days to go at the time of this recording. They need to make $150,000 to replace this broken down bus so that you, your family and friends can pause and applaud these amazing cats that are performing all over the country. And you're in New Orleans, you're heading to New Orleans now, but I see in February, I might come and if my schedule is free, you're going to be in Dallas. I just moved here from San Diego, so you'll be in Dallas February 2nd and 3rd, correct? Yes, that's right. All right, well, you might have some... Our first time in Dallas. You might have a feline stalker in the house. I'm just kidding. I would love if I can come to be able to personally say hi and uh, introduce myself and uh, get some folks to come to your show. Yes, absolutely. 
Well, let's speak in the show. It's no show without the cats. And you also have some non-feline stars on the show, don't you? Yes, there are a couple animal surprises. Okay. Are we allowed to let the animal surprises out of the bag or not? Yeah, we can. We can do okay. that. Okay, go ahead. So surprise us. Well, we have uh, Puck Norris. It's <laughs> the main other animal. Uh, Puck Norris is a chicken. Okay, That's of course. In, in, the, in the show. plays a very prominent part. And how did you get this chicken? Uh, well, I used to train chickens. Um, I worked on a documentary about chickens, and then I went to chicken training camp. And, okay. and it turns out the chickens are really easy to train, and they, they're capable of doing quite a bit, and they're very reliable. Really? Cats are, cats are really not reliable, and they're not very professional in the show sometimes. They stretch, <laughs> they groom, they wander off. But the chicken is a true professional, and they're always there to do his, do his job. So initially, I put the chicken in the show just in case the whole show fell apart. I knew I could count on the chicken save the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking that the cats are probably saying, we don't care. We don't care. But you do have something there. I saw you on the Stephen Colbert show, and I know that some of the cats were not doing what they were supposed to do. But you and Stephen Colbert ad-libbed perfectly, if you can pardon me. But tell us a little bit about how more challenging it is to be on stage with a pack of cats than a pack of dogs or a bunch of chickens. Well, cats are highly sensitive animals. So they pick up on, you know, a lot of different, they're very easily distracted. They pick up on mood. They pick up on stress. And it was, we had five handlers that night. And everybody was, was quite, was very nervous because it's even so bare. And the cats, I really feel that the cats picked up on everybody's nerves. Because they've oh. performed in large venues before. They've performed in front of 500 people before. But I think that they picked up on everybody's nerves. And I think that was the problem. Because, you know, by the time the band came out, because there was actually an extended part of the band that they didn't show on the show, the cats actually did pretty well in, with the band. And, I, and like, at that point, every, all the handlers had relaxed because we'd already hit rock bottom. <laughs> So we knew it couldn't suck any more than it already did. And because we were all much more relaxed, the cats played the instruments and did fine during that segment. You know, that's uh, a really good observation. I mean, I can just, but it's hard not to be nervous when you're on a national talk show. I know it's in its live, right? And so. Exactly, exactly. So, (laughs) you know, all you could do, I mean, I had two choices. I could just sit on the stage and leap or could just carry on like the cats were doing amazing. So I said, carry on like the cats were doing amazing. Well, I thought you were, I thought you were talented and I loved it when Stephen Colbert tried to become a cat and perform for you. Yes, he definitely saved the day. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of the cats, let's get to Allie. Allie is the calico that landed in the Guinness Book of World Records. Tell us about how Allie accomplished that. Um, well, Allie was one of our was one of our rescues, kind of a foster failure, and she was from a litter of three that we found in an alley in Michigan, and. And she was the weakest of the three. In fact, at one point, we weren't sure if she was going to live or not. We had to give her extra nursing care. And then she was kind of getting kicked on by her brothers. And, and, you know, we started quicker training her. And she just died. She went from being a shy, sickly, weak kitten into this strong, confident cat. And that's that's one of the benefits of quicker training. It builds confidence in a cat. It'll bring a cat out of their shell. And it really helps with, if, uh, with shelter cats, too. If, you're, if you have shy cats that you're trying to get adopted, if you spend a little time quicker training them, it really brings out 
a personality and it helps them get adopted because if the cat will come up to the front of the cage and give, give somebody a high five, then the chances of that cat being adopted are much greater. Oh, absolutely. So Allie in 2014, what the heck did Allie do? So she, she is the initial record holder for the cat making the longest leap. And once we started training her, we discovered that her skill set happened to be jumping. So we started uh, working with her jumping. Initially, it was just jumping from one, you know, from one skill to another, you know, about a foot. And then we increased it to a foot and a half, and then two feet, and two and a half feet. And we built it up to about six feet. So wow. she just takes the record for having the longest leap of six feet. And I saw the video. It's pretty amazing. I can just see Allie saying to you, Samantha, trust me, really, a foot apart, two feet. What am I, chop liver? I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. So, um, further, further. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't take long. You have cats that uh, are rocking out in, 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 the, in their own musical way. Um, I've, I've heard of jazz cats, but you have the rock cat. Is it called rock cats, your band? Yes. All right. Yes, tell us. rock cats. So let's hear a little bit about these uh, temperamental musicians. Well, initially the Rock Cats were just a trio. We had a cat on piano, drums, and guitar. We had a cat on chimes. Mm-hmm. We have a cat on cowbell. We have a chicken on cymbal and tambourine. <laughs> and we even have a groundhog on a song. Oh, my uh, gosh. He's awake. <laughs> right now he's a little <laughs> because it's winter, so he uh-huh. automatically goes into hibernation mode. But he's, uh, you know, in, in the warmer weather, he's a lot more alert, and we can usually get him to come out and play the song. What's his name? What's the groundhog's name? It's Garfield. Garfield, the gar. Okay, all right. Yeah, Garfield's the groundhog. Sometimes we put cat ears on him. Okay, all right. Now, who plays the cowbell? I love your bios on circuscats.com. And folks, you got to check out circuscats.com after the show. And again, help out the Kickstarter project so that they can get a bus. They need a bus. They need our help. Every little bit helps. But I was looking at the bios. Your bios are hilarious. There's a book right there, Samantha, just in the bios of the likes and dislikes of your star cats and the band and also as acro cats. I think didn't um, the cat that plays the cowbell kind of do it for a long time once before getting a treat? Oh, yeah. I think she also rings the bell. She plays cowbell (laughs) for the band. But at the beginning uh-huh. of the show, she rings a bell. And she actually rang her bell for 10 minutes straight one day until I got off the phone and gave her a treat. I've been thinking she's probably trying to go for the Guinness because Allie's already in it. You know, it's like, really? And and speaking of little kitty spats in a fun way, you've got Buggles and Tuna that have uh, their own Twitter pages, but they kind of snark each other, don't they? Oh, yes. There's Twitter wars between Tuna and Buggles. Tell us a little 411 on Buggles and Tuna. Yeah, Buggles and Tuna yeah, yeah, definitely do not like each other. Uh, you know, Tuna's the star, Buggles is jealous, and so they they have, you know, pretty common Twitter wars. I try to stay out of it a little bit because it's their fight. You don't want to get between two cats when they're going at it. No, no, no. So in addition to CircusCats.com, what are some other ways that people can follow the Acro Cats and the Rock Cats? Uh, well, we have four cats that have Twitter accounts, actually. We have Oz, Jack, Buggles, and Tuna, all tweet. Oh my gosh. Uh, we have two Facebook pages. We have the amazing Acrocat fan club and then Tuna and the Rock Cat is page. <laughs> okay. Oh, Allie, Allie, who is our award winning, our Guinness World Record holder, she has a Pinterest. Oh, of course. <laughs> they're, they're very active in social media. We have all the cats that put their bios up so people can read about their likes and their dislikes and some of their uh, cool personality traits and fun facts. Well, I know the bus is crap. Pardon my French. You need a new bus, but you are living an amazing life, don't you think? 
Oh, absolutely. I'm surrounded by the animals that I love. I get to live with them 24-7, and I get to see the country and meet interesting people. So it is really a grand life. It'd just be more grand if we had, a, you know, a working bus and a little bit more room for everybody. So we're hoping with the new bus we can even install a patio where we can, when we're parked, we can put up the patio on top of the bus and the cats can kind of go up there and roam around and, and enjoy the and enjoy the sun. Oh, yeah. And I know that our mutual friend, uh, Kate Benjamin, she's the one who introduced me to you, and I'm delighted. And she and Jackson Galaxy have their book, The Catification Book. Others, catios for the very few that don't know, is what, Samantha? It's a patio for cats. So it's an there you outdoor, go. Yeah, an outdoor patio that's made for cats. And as you said before, and I, you hit it right on the paw, and gently, not hard on a paw. You know, cats need, in, need to be enriched mentally as well as physically, because otherwise boredom means uh, SOS. You have just shred our sofa, correct? Yes, exactly. That's, that's a way of saying I'm bored. Give me something to do other than shred your sofa. All right. Anything else you'd like to add before we uh, bid adieu? I'm just glad that you could be on our show. I'm glad the bus is still running. I do want people to go to circuscats.com, and please, folks, Please help out with the Kickstarter program. It ends in 21 days, which is December 24th. So every little bit helps. It's all or nothing. It's like you're in Vegas, baby. They need to raise $150,000 or not. And they need that money to get the bus going. So hopefully everywhere you're going, you're spreading the word too. Right, Samantha? Yes, and uh, this is a uh, yeah. I guess we need a Christmas miracle, so you know we hope we hope we make it to New Orleans and and we're able to fulfill our goal while while we're in New Orleans. We're, we're there throughout December. All right, and I will hope to see you February second or third when you're deep in the heart of Dallas. I promise not to bring Casey, my cool cat. He's going to stay home and you know eat some organic catnip or you know torment the five dogs that he lives with. How's that? People from bringing their own cat, but we've had a couple people show up with cats and got snuck them into the show. No, we don't want to happen. I won't bring a snoring uh, groundhog either. I promise. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. Hey, folks, we're talking to Samantha Martin. She is CEH. That stands for Chief Executive Human for Amazing Acro Cats. You go to circuscats.com. You're going to find out more, and then you're going to see all the social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest that some of these fine feline stars have their own accounts. I really am delighted that you could be on our show, uh, Samantha. You do a lot of wonderful things. You're helping cats everywhere get homes, and that's also important. Any parting message you want to give to your feline fans? Spend 10 minutes a day with your cats, uh, training them to do something fun, and you'll find that it's it's very rewarding for you and for the cat. So take 10 minutes every day with your cat. That sounds good, and that's a good sound advice. And at this time, I also want to thank the Wizard of Paws, the one and only, my producer, Mark Winner. He is the executive producer of Pet Life Radio, all the shows, including this one. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.